get, obviously you haven't heard this pub, Lauren. Welcome to Mornings on Main Street, Clarksville. I'm your host, Stephanie Miller. Thanks for joining us because we are getting ready to talk about Fright on Franklin. We have all the details that you need before Saturday's trick-or-treating event. Let me also share with you that you need to head over to Rotary Park to gather all the candy that you can there before you head down to Franklin. After that, we talked to the professor behind the Percussion Ensemble Halloween concert happening tonight. Tickets are sold out, but he talks to us about creating the music and more. Then we highlight World Polio Day and the work that Rotary International is doing to help to eradicate this disease. At the end of the show, stick around because we'll have our sports minute with Brady McAtamney. But before anything, we get a check of the wrap. Let's see what's making that with reporter Sherry Reese. This is the wrap for the October 26th edition of Main Street Clarksville. A new Kroger grocery store and fuel center is being planned on Tiny Town Road near Needmore Road to the east of the Goodwill store. The 130,000 square foot Kroger Marketplace will be located on a 15 acre site. There'll be more than groceries at this store, however. Housewares, clothing, and even furniture will be sold in that store. This large building is going to be constructed pretty quickly, anticipated to open in early 2025. Sadly, last week, we learned of another soldier, this one a teenager killed in a motorcycle crash in Clarksville. William Smallwood, age 19, died in that crash on Fort Campbell Boulevard. Nine veterans recently visited the Immaculate Conception School located on Madison Street in Clarksville to encourage students by opening up and letting them know about their service to country. The veterans were on hand for an activity that involved the students interviewing veterans for the annual Kiwanis Club of Clarksville's essay contest. The teacher said there were times you could hear a pin drop due to the students' interest. A large crowd was on hand this past week for the unveiling of Tiny Homes Ministry located in the heart of downtown Clarksville called Judy's Hope. The ministry provides safe housing options for women and children healing from broken places. Four of those houses are for single women and four are for women with children. They've been constructed as transition homes while the women can secure employment. And that's The Wrap. I'm Sherry Reeves, Main Street, Clarksville. As a busy mom juggling family, errands, and everything life throws at me, I try my best to be environmentally conscious. So of course, I buy flushable wipes thinking I'm doing the right thing. But it turns out flushable wipes aren't actually flushable. I found out the hard way when flushable wipes caused a clog and flooded my house with sewage. It ended up costing me thousands of dollars in damage and a big headache with the insurance company. It's safe to say our family will never flush a flushable wipe again and instead put them where they belong, in the trash. 
It's the biggest racing show of the year, Friday through Sunday, November 3rd through 5th at Nashville Fairground Speedway. Six fast-paced divisions of racing on the quarter mile Friday night. Pole qualifying in three big feature events Saturday night. And the Curb Records Big Machine Vodka Spike Coolers Fall American 400 on Sunday afternoon. Racing starts at 6.30 Friday, 5 o'clock Saturday, and 1 o'clock Sunday. Tickets available at NashvilleFairgroundSpeedway.racing or at the gate on race day. It's the 39th All-American 400 weekend, Friday through Sunday, November 3rd through 5th. Get your tickets now. We offer services for both men and women, breast, body, and face for both. People come to plastic surgery offices because they want to improve something that they feel is a flaw in themselves. About 10 years ago, our men's procedures were probably about 10% of what we did. Nowadays, it's more like 30 or 40%. Eyelid lifts, liposuction, and we even do hair transplants here. We are part of the community, and we want to be able to walk around and see faces in the community that we've made happy. Welcome back. So many communities gearing up for this weekend before Halloween, and they're all getting ready for some trick-or-treaters, including right here, downtown Clarksville, getting ready for Fright on Franklin. That's where we're standing. I have your event planning specialist from Clarksville Park and Rec, Amanda Pitt, giving me her time once again. Thank you, and what an exciting time. Yes, we are so excited. This is one of the most fun events that we do all year. Mm -hmm. It's all about families, it's all about kids, and we cannot wait. Uh, let me just share with you my first thought. When I pulled up last year to get some video of this event, it was my first year seeing it. Holy <laughs> fill in the blank, because yeah. I have never seen so many people in our downtown area. You're talking all yeah. of Franklin. Yes. And going down, what is that, second? Going down second. Yes. It's incredible, the people yes. that come out and participate. Oh yeah, we had about 5,000 to 6,000 people come last mm -hmm. year, uh, which was huge. It was our first year back after COVID and getting to be back down here and we have a thriving downtown and mm -hmm. so the more people we can share that with mm -hmm. and get down here to see some of these great businesses the better talk about the layout because you have vendors or businesses and nonprofits all along franklin share a little bit of like that setup absolutely so we'll have um like you said vendors that will be our businesses organizations nonprofits, mm -hmm. all these different kinds of groups that want to tell people who they are and what they're doing mm -hmm. um so it's at the heart of it, it's a candy giveaway, but it's also promotion mm -hmm. for some really great connections to be made with our small business owners and our really great organizations that we have. So it's a it's just all about community and connection. Mm -hmm. So they'll be all the way down Franklin Street mm -hmm. um, from one end to the other. They'll also be, um, a few of them will be in the city hall uh, parking lot for that downtown market footprint area. Mm -hmm. And then we'll have a few along North First in between Strawberry and Franklin. What are the hours for the event? The event's from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. That's a decent amount of time, yeah. 3 to 6. And so I want to encourage you when you come out here to Fright on Franklin in Clarksville, of course, dress up, do that, have fun. Even if you're a parent or a guardian, do that as well. But take the time when you go to pick up that candy as your little one's grabbing the candy and chat with the vendor that's there on hand because you never know what you're going to learn. We did not ask any food trucks to be here for this event. We love our food trucks and we have them at a lot of events. Mm -hmm. But for this one, we really wanted to encourage people to explore what's going on downtown, what kind of places are there that are great to eat. 
Um, and we have so many options that we really just encourage folks to go in to all these wonderful businesses and enjoy those. And let me name a few. You have Strawberry Alley down here. You have Yada. You have Black Horse. You have the Deli. Will the Deli be open? Um, it, I hope it will be open. Okay. Yes. Official okay. Wings is also okay. open. And don't forget about the mail room. Yep. So yes. we have a lot of great spots. Pinky's up as well, which is a cute yes. little spot down here. So again, visit mm -hmm. some of these spots. Is there anything else that we're missing right now for Saturday? Well, let's talk about parking. Oh gosh, um, yes. That's always yeah. a hot topic when there's something going on downtown, mm -hmm. but there will be parking available down here. Um, we always talk about this perceived idea that there's never parking. Well, it not only is the metered parking free on weekends, ah. but the lower lot from City Hall will be open. We'll have the parking garage down Franklin Street that will be open. And don't forget about the huge parking lot up by the courthouse. So there will be some good options. Right on Franklin and downtown Clarksville on Franklin Street. I can honestly tell you, you will not miss it when you drive down this <laughs> way. At Old Hickory Credit Union, we're member owned, not-for-profit and eager to serve our Robertson County community. Since 1934, we have strived to provide our members with a safe, reliable place to take care of all their financial needs. From checking accounts to loans to mortgages, we're here to help. Credit unions have to constantly adapt to meet the needs of an ever-changing market. However, one constant will always remain, and that is the service we provide to our members. Stop by our Greenbrier branch today. Smiles. These are the healthy smiles of real Delta Dental members. Folks with access to the nation's largest network of dentists and low deductible plans with 100% preventive care coverage, all backed by over 65 years of expertise. Go online or give us a call to learn about affordable individual plans that meet your needs. 1-855-844-0445. As a busy mom juggling family, errands, and everything life throws at me, I try my best to be environmentally conscious. So of course, I buy flushable wipes thinking I'm doing the right thing. But it turns out flushable wipes aren't actually flushable. I found out the hard way when flushable wipes caused a clog and flooded my house with sewage. It ended up costing me thousands of dollars in damage and a big headache with the insurance company. It's safe to say our family will never flush a flushable wipe again and instead put them where they belong, in the trash. Let me introduce you to the professor of music here at Austin Peay State University, David Steinquist. First off, David, thank you so much for your time. Sure. While we're doing this, they're gearing up for a big concert tomorrow night. It is the Percussion Ensemble Halloween Concert, the 39th annual concert. Yep. Are you guys excited? What does this concert entail? Um, I usually start thinking about the next concert before the last concert is over. You're Just uh, starting to come up with music uh, that I might want to do. Uh, definitely through the summer, mm -hmm. I put all the, of the uh, arrangements together. I have to do most of the arrangements because there's not music uh, commercially available for the most part that we would put on something like this. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so I spend my summer doing, doing arrangements at the, at the computer. Um, we hit it as soon as we start school. Uh, into August, uh, it's a it's a real quick hit because it's not very far from end of August to end of October. That's true. So, uh, so we practice like crazy. Um, 
here in these last couple of days right before it, then I kind of go nuts because we have to pull uh, all the decorations down from long-term storage, decorate the place. Um, the, the setup is really large, so it takes a while, uh, risers and, and stuff. Um, special lighting, um, the mass comm people come in and help us too, uh, so we have live video. Uh, it's really, it's, it's turned into a pretty big deal. From what I've heard, it does seem like a big deal. And I'm just curious to how you make it fresh each year after 38 years. Yeah. Do you find it challenging this year being like, okay, make it new, make it fresh. Yeah. How have you kept that going? Um, I don't know. You think about it a lot. Uh -huh. um, and I guess one of the things that is, um, it's always fun to do, I, it usually starts with maybe a piece of music. Uh, and then it kind of grows. But I still have to try to figure out how to make you believe that this slate of music actually makes sense altogether. Um, so we, we have the music before we have the idea, mm -hmm. or that I do, um, before I have the idea of, of what this concert's actually about. Have you been surprised that this has grown to where it's at? Because how different was, I guess, the first year for this? Yeah, very different. And one of the things, uh, we we had it initially on Halloween night, oh. and I mean we had you know people came, but I didn't really think about the fact that people have kids, mm -hmm. they want to go trick or treat, people want to stay home and do the trick or treating, people want to stay home protect their house from the <laughs> trick or treating, whatever it might be. Um, it probably was a a year where Halloween fell on Sunday, and I thought okay, well I've got to put it on a different night, mm -hmm. and the numbers just exploded. Um, then uh, there was, I don't know how long ago this was, because we, we started out just doing one concert. Mm -hmm. um, and so we also didn't ticket the event. So the place filled up and the foyer was full of people that were kind of angry because they couldn't get into the concert. And so we figured out, man, we, first of all, we have to ticket this thing. And second, we're gonna expand and do two, two shows. And now it sells out twice. We're sold out now. What does it feel like for you, the professor of music, you've worked with so many students. What is that feeling you're having right now as you kind of come to the end of your, your time here? Yeah, it's, it's sort of happy and it's sad. Um, I love teaching. Mm -hmm. uh, we have great kids here, we always have. Um, but I have some other things that I'm sort of interested in, in pursuing or expanding. Um, I will miss this concert. It's been, you know, most of my life. Mm -hmm. um, so to not have to think and plan and put together is gonna feel a little bit weird. But it's been really, really fun. I think this one's gonna be a good one too. Well, I'm kind of so. sad that, well, not kind of, I am sad there's no more tickets left. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about no standing room. You know, you have yeah. to have your butt in a seat there to see this. But again, um, what exciting times for you? What are your students saying? Or what's been, I guess, your proudest moment? Um, I don't know. You know, we're a small school. I've had some students uh, that have been really successful, gone to uh, really great graduate programs. Uh, teaching at uh, the university level. I've got a, a number of kids in the uh, Texas public school mm -hmm. systems, which is virtually teaching in college. Texas is a crazy place. <laughs> um, so yeah, we've, we've had a lot of success. Uh, 
Couple more questions for you. One, why did you make it to where people, you're asking for donations when they come into the concert? Two cans of food. When did that start Alan, and why? Yeah, Alan Henderson was our chairman at the time. Because mm -hmm. uh, we we didn't start with the, even the option of, of paying money. <clears throat> and he had said, David, um, you know, loaves and fishes is a good thing. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, we could we could really support it. You, you get a good crowd. Uh, if we do this, it doesn't really tax anybody right. to to you know have to come up with a couple of cans of corn, and uh, and so we can kind of do our good deed. And so that's been a I think that's been a really nice nice thing. Oh. Uh, I like you know packing the stuff into the car and driving it over to you know just to, to deliver what we were able to able to bring in. What a beautiful so. thing, not only what you put, what they're able to do, you know, on stage and share with people as far as the music. What are some of the pieces this year? Uh, there's, a, there's a few classical kind of things. Uh, Ravel wrote a thing called Rhapsody Espanol. The first part of that is kind of spooky. Um, the um, Carmina Burana opens with just this humongous, uh, it's just, uh, it's, I don't even know how to say how huge. It's like monstrously huge. And I'm using the marching band on that. They're oh, actually wow. coming down the aisles, so it's gonna be massive. Um, but we do popular stuff too. Uh, Wednesday mm -hmm. is a, a show that's streamed, that's really been big lately, a spinoff of the Adams Family. Uh, Danny Elfman wrote the music for that, and so we're doing the main and end titles of that. We're uh, doing the flying theme from E.T. Um, Metallica's Inner Sandman. I love it. Um, so it's it's a real wide variety of stuff. Oh, it sounds like it. Okay, last question for you. Words of wisdom for anyone out there looking to get into music or, you know, trying to follow a dream, pursue a career. Any words yeah. of wisdom? No, just uh, follow your dream, man, whatever it is. Work hard. Mm -hmm. Work hard is, you know, you got to put your 10,000 hours in uh, <laughs> to do it, but... Uh, it, this, for me, it's been worth it. That's this real. has been really great. That's incredible. Anything I haven't asked you that you'd want to share with all of those watching? Um, I don't know. You know, uh, I'm sorry if you don't have a ticket. Um, it will be live streamed. Oh, where can That's we probably, watch it then? That's uh, probably an important moment, huh? Yes. Uh, yeah, if you go to the uh, Austin P Music Department Facebook page, uh -huh. uh, you it's... Basically, you do something like like the page, and then that gets you uh, on there where you'll they'll send a link, uh, or you're able to get to the link, and then you can can watch it online. Oh, that so. is that's a relief. I, thank you for sharing yeah. that with us. Thank you, yeah. David, so much for your time. David Steinquist, the professor of music here for Austin P State University, gearing up for his last, the 39th annual percussion ensemble Halloween concert happening tomorrow evening. Thank you for just sitting down with us. Thank you. Appreciate Any, it. Anytime. Stick with us here on Mornings on Main Street. We have more coming up after this commercial break. Here at Rock and Roll Sushi, we're proud to be the original American-style sushi restaurant founded on great food and rock and roll music, boasting concepts and flavors that are big, bold, and loud. We're the only place to experience the rock you love and the rolls you love with the ones you love. Come see for yourself why we're the best sushi experience in town. Find us at 108 Morris Road in Clarksville 
or visit our website at rockandrollsushi.com. As a busy mom juggling family, errands, and everything life throws at me, I try my best to be environmentally conscious. So, of course, I buy flushable wipes thinking I'm doing the right thing. But it turns out flushable wipes aren't actually flushable. I found out the hard way when flushable wipes caused a clog and flooded my house with sewage. It ended up costing me thousands of dollars in damage and a big headache with the insurance company. It's safe to say our family will never flush a flushable wipe again and instead put them where they belong, in the trash. Well, today is World Polio Day. The eradication of polio is one of the longest standing and most significant efforts of Rotary International. Let me share with you that polio, it is a virus that, again, you may know of this already, that could cause paralysis and is now easily preventable by vaccine. So it was in 1985 when Rotary International launched Polio Plus. Since then, get this number, Rotary and Partners has helped more than 2.5 billion children receive the oral polio vaccine. To share more with us about Rotary's effort, I have Robert Huffman with us today. He's the District Foundation Chair in Zone Endowment and Major Gift Advisor for Six States for Rotary. First off, thanks so much for your time. Thank you so much for having us. This has been huge for decades for Rotary. When it got started, what has kept this movement going forward throughout all of these decades? We made a promise to the children of the world that we would eradicate polio. Um, it's a second disease that will be totally eradicated from the face of the earth. And when you make a commitment to the children of the world that we can eradicate this disease if we can get to the children, we believe that it's important that we keep that promise. And we've been pursuing this now for a number of years. Go to rotary.org forward slash donate. Just hit the donate button, select polio eradication, and you can make a donation. 60 cents is one immunization. So if you think about it, $30 donation, you help 50 children never be uh, paralyzed in their lives because you've helped eradicate the disease. Can't just say 60 cents seems so easy because that is less than what it takes you to buy a pack of gum. A absolutely. When you think about, I'm spending five bucks at my local coffee shop, mm -hmm. the good that can be done. Uh, I give to polio every year. It's it's one of my charities of choice. That's beautiful. Take a look at a couple of pictures. We do have a couple of pictures for you this morning. So take a look at this. This is of Rotarian Kim. Kim from Hendersonville, Tennessee. Now, he has been on numerous trips to help administer the polio vaccine. So again, just a couple pictures for you to see of someone from our Tennessee area going over to help with this vaccine. Do a lot of Rotarians take that trip over to help with that? Uh, Kim Kim in particular, he was in Africa and to hear his first person account of the mother thanking him from traveling from America to to save his this child from not being crippled. Um, and that night there was a crawler. It was a sibling who, and that's how they, in some third world countries, that's how they refer to children that have been paralyzed because they, they crawl. They refer to them as crawlers. Uh, and the crawler thanked him for, for ensuring his sister wouldn't be paralyzed by polio. Kim Kim gets emotional about it, and it's difficult not to get emotional when you think about the value of human life and just some of the different ways. Um, eradicating this disease is important. Mm -hmm. 
Because it, it is so, it, it is contagious. It is uh, a virus that passes from person to person. It, it is, and it's easily transmittable, um, and it travels in sewage. Mm -hmm. um, and we have some wonderful science to detect it. As you know, we had a, a recent detection in New York State just uh, about a year ago now. And we've always said polio is one plane right away from America. Well, somebody had been traveling internationally. They hadn't been immunized. And they actually had, um, they weren't paralyzed, but they had brought some of the virus to America. And it's been stamped out. It's not of concern. How many countries are left? Pakistan and Afghanistan. We've had nine <laughs> cases this year total. So when you say that we... When we started this effort in 1985 worldwide, we had 350,000 cases annually. Okay. To be down to nine cases, we are literally, in, in Rotary, they started a campaign a few years ago, you know, we're this close to eradicating polio. Um, we're almost there. We'll have a 36 month countdown after the last case mm -hmm. is detected, and then the World Health Organization will say that the disease has been eradicated. Beautiful words when that time comes. It'll be an amazing accomplishment mm -hmm. that we've kept our promise. That's incredible. And I want to share the motto of Rotary International, one day, one focus, ending polio. For those, well, I would say for most people, you may know the name Wilma Rudolph. Absolutely. Share Wilma Rudolph's story. I, this is something I didn't realize until reading, uh, reading certain things just in the past couple of days. She is obviously a local uh, Olympiad, mm -hmm. and she had been afflicted as a child with the polio disease and was fortunate she wasn't fully paralyzed. She overcame the disease and then in the 19, in 1960 became a triple gold, gold medalist. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's just a local connection that Clarksville has with polio. And if you go back to the 1950s, I... I was at a display in a museum and they said in the 1950s, it wasn't, there were two things you were concerned about, thermonuclear war because of the height of the Cold War mm -hmm. and contracting polio in the summer months. And it wasn't always thermonuclear war that was at the top of your, mm -hmm. your concern. It was protecting the children locally. They'd close pools locally. It was a very different time when before the vaccine was out. Wow. Yeah, it's, and I remember as a child growing up, you don't see anyone today that's been afflicted by polio. Right. Uh, but as a child, there were people that had been afflicted older than myself. Uh, so I had a, we have recent history with that disease. And eradication efforts will continue on. And again, with your donation, you can make a big difference if you have interest in doing that. And again, where can people go to make that donation? Easiest way to make a donation, rotary.org forward slash donate, select polio eradication and make your donation. I do want to highlight something else. The local Rotary clubs here in the Clarksville, Montgomery County area, they've now partnered with Mayor Wes Golden to do the following. They're lighting up the R.J. Corman Bridge in purple to promote polio awareness and just to bring more attention to it. Robert, is there anything else that I haven't asked that you would want people to know that people maybe need to know? You know, why purple? 
We, yes. You know, we, we keep saying, well, light up the bridge in purple. We have purple pinky donut. When you're in some countries and there's this mass of children, to ensure that the children have been uh, vaccinated against the disease, they take purple ink and they put it on the pinky of the child. And you can rapidly tell we've eradicated that child. Pinky's purple. You can see across a multitude of children that everyone's been vaccinated. Thank you yes. for sharing that. Appreciate so your time. Stick with us here mornings on Main Street. We have more coming up after this break. Hockey in Music City just hits different. It's one big honky-tonk party. It's the sea of gold in the crowd. The goals, the saves, the celebrations. It's an experience like no other. Experience Predators hockey all season long. Visit NashvillePredators.com slash season tickets and join the Loyal Legion today. That's NashvillePredators.com slash tickets. And we'll see you at Bridgestone Arena. Hi, I'm Brady McAdamney, sports editor at Main Street Clarksville, and this is Sports Minute. We're going to start on the football field where, of course, the big game was Clarksville High versus Rossview. It was a close game at halftime at just 7-7, but Clarksville High scored three second-half touchdowns to win the game, 28-7, win the region, and take the Warfield Shield back for a sixth straight season. Moving on, Kirkwood defeated Kenwood 29-20 to keep their postseason hopes alive. That game ended Kenwood's postseason chances. Northeast and Northwest took a battle in a winless game, and uh, Northeast won that game. Uh, they got the get win 30-24, big win for the Eagles to make sure that they don't have a winless season. Of course, that knocked Northwest down to 0-9. Montgomery Central and West Creek both lost their games. Boxville Academy took a loss as well, and of course, as we already mentioned, Rossview took a loss there. Austin P. Football played a huge game going to Southern Utah and coming back from down three touchdowns to win that game in double overtime to stay undefeated in UAC play. It's their fifth win in a row. They're looking to sell out the fort this week against UNA. Additionally, soccer season ended in Montgomery County this week as both Clarksville and Rossview lost in the state sectional games, unfortunately ending their season shy of state. This has been a Sports Minute. I'm Brady McTim.